and it's lights out, and away we go. Be racing in a scooter racing league. When I'm Charlie's grandpa, and I just wouldn't have thought. And here comes Sebastian Vettel. He's neck and neck with Lewis Hamilton. Vettel is alongside and ahead. Mitch. Charlie, are We're you ready? There. We're halfway there. <sighs> it's been the winter break. Uh, this is a late, probably a late episode. I think other people have, other people, other content creators have made videos and episodes and whatever's posts, pieces of content like this a couple of weeks ago when the winter break started. But here we are now. Can we just talk about how mid some of the tracks are in the first half? Honestly, I feel like that's such a not debated topic, but I feel like a lot of the tracks are just mid. Like I mean, Miami, it, it makes mid. <laughs> <laughs> then again, we're about to get Netherlands, so yeah, it doesn't get much better. <laughs> but um, I mean, that is frustrating because the first half of the season does make for some boring races, but it means the run home and the championship battle at the end when it gets spicy is all the more better. So sucks at the time, but it's only about to get better. Now, the purpose of today purpose of this episode we want to discuss and grade give our honest gradings we're going to get absolutely flamed for them yeah we know it's inevitable discretion yeah discretion this is our opinion don't flame us for our opinions please but we're going to give you our rankings and uh how we grade from i reckon should we say a scale of f to a like school scales if we go one to five or yeah i think we go f to a maybe out of a few yeah. minuses bit of pluses yeah i like that i like that i like mm. that because uh we've got a bit to talk about and we're going to grade the drivers first mm, we will and then we're going to drive the grade the grade te- the teams and uh i think we might even do a little cheeky bit of comparison in there you know compare the drivers against each other Ooh. compare teams against each other it's gonna be and what the viewers Mm. think mm. I like that alright mm. let's start by going through the constructors should we work in an ascending order or a descending order Mitch? I feel like you gotta start with the worst okay so Williams mm. we will start by grading their constructors first I reckon why don't we do it by team their drivers and then move onwards how's that sound yeah right. do the team first Williams points as a team <laughs> three mate they're popping off and it only took Alex Albon Deary me. A tyre and a half to get to get a point. Oh, uh, yeah. At the OzGP. Mate, the, the one where we were there, obviously. The OzGP where he just like, oh yeah, shit, I actually I pitted. Kind of need to do that. Um, so obviously grading them as a team. Coming into this year, we didn't expect much, did we? Uh, their first half of the season, it's basically panned out as we expected it to. So um, we can't be too upset in that sense. It's not like they're letting us down. They're basically giving us what we expected. Uh, maybe we would have hoped for a little bit more from Alex, but in my opinion, he's kind of got everything he could out of that car. So there's only so I much think, you can do when you've got the think, go. I think when we grade them, we've got to, we, when we grade him, we've got to put that into consideration. Yeah. Um, so Mitch, Alex Albon, three points, zero podiums, obviously, and zero race wins. What are you rating him from I- A? To F. I feel like it's so easy to say he's got three points, so he should be like a B or a B plus. But I feel like with the new cars and how easier they are to follow, I actually feel like he's more of a C plus. Okay, so I'm going to go C flat. Mm. Um, I think he's a C flat because his performance has been satisfactory. You can say that he's <laughs> driven the tires off the car, but 
I wouldn't be giving him any more than higher than a C. Yeah. If he he needs to be getting absolutely everything out of that car, and it seems at times he's, he's had a bit of bad it? luck at times, and I guess the car he's only getting what he can out of it, but he's not exceeding expectations. He's performing as he's kind of expected to. He's just not being George, is he? It's just been it's just it's just been very mid. Eh. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just very meh. Yeah. Like, he's done his job. He's getting the best he can out of the car, but I'd only grade him higher if he was getting more out of it. Um, to finish off the Williams grading, Nicholas Latifi. A+. Plus. No, in oh, all seriousness. fucking jog on, champ. Um, F. F or D-. minus. Yeah. Uh, I think because um, of that FP3, mate, I'll put him D-. Minus. I was about to say, you can't forget he's actually got an half a result out of the car. He's put it in FP3, but once again, he's not doing as much as... Alex is so it'd be incredibly unfair to rank him higher than Alex. So for me, he's got to be oh, like a D. I mean, I'm, I'm giving him, I'm giving him like fucking compensatory points for being a good bloke and for being Canadian, yeah, and for having a funny accent and for being rich and for giving Max a title to so give me some money. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a very valid point too. So if you bring that point into consideration, yeah, very true. <laughs> B B plus. No, he's had a stinker. Um, again, yeah, and it's again, just, it's that's why he won't be driving. And the, the thing sport is, next right, year. he he actually did okay against George um, in terms of qualifying. Yeah, that's actually a fair point. He he stuck and with this him. year. Well, mate, Belgium Grand Prix this weekend, Latifi's favourite. But we'll get to that in a bit. Um, so obviously, this this one comes pretty easy. If you're comparing the two drivers against each other, who would you take? Who do you think's been better performing? Well, I think Alex by a landslide. Don't even want to converse. Don't it, give okay. me nothing. If nah, I, if nah. I, I'd take Alex in a Formula One debate. If I was going to get ice cream with someone on the beach, I'd take Nicholas. That's true. But yeah, if, if I got to meet one of them, I'd want Nicholas. Meet? Yeah, I feel like Alex is a bit of a dull bloke. Yeah, he doesn't give me much, does he? Then again, like he's got all those cats and shit, so he's kind of a bit creepy on that sense. So, <laughs> um, but moving on, the next constructor. In ninth position with only 20 points, zero wins, zero podiums, Aston Martin. Now, I think it's very, very fair to say that they have been underwhelming. I feel like this is where the hate comes. Underwhelming deluxe. And I say this as someone who likes Aston Martin. I love Seb Vettel. Lance Stroll is certainly a racing driver. I have no... I'm not going to say anything about him. He's a, you um, know what? I feel like he's actually quite underrated. He is underrated. Yeah. And I think he cops a lot of shit, but it's also really funny to give him shit. So I kind of will continue doing that until the end of the time. Until the end of time. But anyway, um, Aston Martin, for me, like almost a hard F. Just because... But I feel like... Just because having Seb Vettel, a four-time world champion, having Lance Stroll, a proven... He's gotten pole before. He's gotten a number of podiums. You shouldn't be P9. It doesn't matter how shit your car is. You shouldn't be P9. Um, I also think this is the lowest they'll go for a long time. The next yeah. couple of years, I don't see them anywhere near P9. But based off, this is only based on the first half of the uh, of the year, what we expected. So I'm going to go F because it's been shit. Re- like realistically, they, they've been underperforming deluxe. I would go... A D, just yeah, because they've no. signed Fernando Alonso. Oh, so you okay? That's fair. If you if you're not judging them based just off their on track results, that's actually a very very fair assessment. Um, but should we get into the individual drivers now? Um, so to start, Nico Hulkenberg, <laughs> P twenty one in the constructors. F F zero zero zero. Just get him out. Get him off my screen, mate. Get him off my screen. Suck my balls, mate. Oh, great. Move on. Uh, P fourteen, Sebastian Vettel. 
16 points, it's... Mm, I mean, when they're, when the whole team has scored, what, what did we say, 20 points? Getting 16 of them is pretty good. But it's Sebastian Vettel, four-time world champion in his retiring season. Come 16 on. points at the, half point, at the halfway mark of the year. Come on, mate. Yeah, exactly. It, mate, I'm pretty sure he's won a, ra- he's won a championship in this amount of races once. Like, <laughs> this is a severe underperformance on his behalf. Um, yes, we know but the car is our That's what I was about to say. I was about to disclaim he is... I wouldn't say he's getting the most, but... It, but it has been good. It's been better. Like, the thing is, the car has been better. It's, it's, I think it's, it's um, one of the only cars ago. that's been improving. Um, but I think the only thing it could do was improve based off where it started. Um, like back 16, stuffed up. 16 points out of 20 is a great, great effort. But when there's only 20 points out of your team to score 16 of. I think, I think it's got to be a B minus for Sebastian mm. Vettel. I dropped him down maybe a grade just because B- he retired. Uh, yeah. I think <laughs> you have to give him sympathy points for retiring. Um, <coughs> but it's just not looking good. Like the... Aston Martin this year is a bit... Of, I think they've just written it off at this point, focusing on next year, which is completely valid. Because like we said the other day, it was only two years ago that they were P3 in the Constructors' Championship. Um, or P4. P3, P4. Uh, probably was P3. Can't remember that far back. Anyway, there's still... I think there's good things to come. Um, but Lance Stroll, 18th with four <laughs> points. Yeah, look. Um, he's just... He's a just D. Been, he's been shit. He's been... He's, it's a D. Good before, but this year's been This bad. year's been shit. Yeah. It's just been shit. So to, to clarify, what do we go with? You, I went with like a C plus, B minus for Seb Vettel and a D for um, Lance Stroll. We're giving Aston Martin. I've gone F or D. Like, it's just been shit. Yeah, it's um, not been great, but, you know, it's... It's just tough. Yeah. Um, uh, but we're moving on. AlphaTauri in eighth place with 27 points. It is a severe regression, isn't it? I'd actually probably... I could even say F them because they were making like they were coming like they were they were improving every year it was yeah. getting better every year and now it's just like we said regressing they're, they're, they're going backwards it's 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 not good it's just mate Red Bull had to step in or they would have been leading they were, they were getting too good Red Bull just had to say yeah yeah sorry lads uh, here's Yuki Tsunoda um, <laughs> it's just not been a good season for Afatari which like we said it's just it's more disappointing than anything for me um, let's look at their two drivers. Yuki Tsunoda in P16 with 11 points. That's pretty disappointing. Pierre Gasly only has 16 too. He's the same as uh, Sebastian Vettel points-wise, but because he's finished higher in races, he takes P13 ahead of Seb. So P13 and P18, that's just like that's just poor. No, it's P8's just... poor. They should realistically, coming into this season, we expected them to outperform Williams, Haas, P6, probably Alfa Romeo. And Aston Martin at a, I think coming into this year, I expected Aston Martin versus um, AlphaTauri for P6. That was going to be the big one. But then again, it was kind of them and Alfa Romeo because they signed Battery Bottas. But we'll get to that in a bit. Um, but they've been <coughs> they've been grossly on like just disappointing. Um, for me, I think yeah, just mainly I think, I think it's going to be a, like a D. They've just yeah. and I, I don't think it's because they've performed badly compared to the other like low markers. But the thing is, they shouldn't be. In a low marker. A back marker. Yeah. They shouldn't be a back marker. So they're doing well for the back markers, but they shouldn't be one. They should be midfield merchants, and they're just not doing that this year. No, not at all. So what are you going to grade Yuki Tsunoda? P16 with 11 points. 
I think when you grade Yuki, you've got to take Don't into forget, consideration you've got how to take bad into he was consideration. last year. Wasn't great last year. It's only his second season in the sport. He's still very raw. If I was going to give him um, a number... He's I'd... seen a psychologist. Um, for me, it's got to be... Oh, fuck. Like a D plus? For Yuki? C minus for Yuki? Wow. I just don't see... I would see... have said B plus. B. What the fuck? B, yeah. Because you got to think about how bad he was Are last you consi- year. Yeah, but that shouldn't be... a th- Like, you shouldn't say, oh, wow, he's doing better than last year. Well, I would say shit. he's probably, like... Improvement-wise, yeah, it'd be fair to give him a B. But judging by the fact that he's P16 in a Red Bull-powered car, I don't understand... Like, okay, the last I like is B minus. I'm a Red Bull fan. The last I go is B minus. All right. Because oh, we're I, negotiating I, here. Because right. I think Gasly is... Um, Gasly has well that's the thing like uh, Gasly is still outperformed by five whole points in P16 so <laughs> if you're giving Yuki Tsunoda a B plus what the fuck are you giving like are you like the a way C minus see it's so subjective the way we're grading this now because we're grading Yuki based on his improvement and then we're basing our grading of Pierre Gasly on his deprovement and you just said like you were going to grade Pierre Gasly lower than Yuki Tsunoda yeah. when Pierre Gasly's outperformed him it's I think you're probably giving Yuki Tsunoda a bit too much. All right. I'll give him I a C+. Plus. Th- oh, mate. I really, really don't think he's... Well, I'll give him... I'll give I'm, I'm going to say this. On the, I'm going to say it now. I don't think Yuki Tsunoda... Is the future. ...is going to have a good or long career in F1. I don't... I'm, I'm just struggling to visualise and see what Helmut Marco and Red Bull see. I'm just... It's not coming for me. And I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong because he's funny. He's <coughs> probably got the skills to be good. But at the moment, I just don't see it happening. So I think, for me, yeah. I think the reason he looks so appetizing this year is because appetizing. How, how bad <laughs> you want to eat him, mate. Gasly looks in terms of just crashing, making accidents happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. Underperforming. No, very, very valid points. But um, I, I, see, Pierre, I would, Pierre, I'd say C, and then I'd say UQC yeah. class. Well, that's the thing. Oh, mate. Just because still... Gasly's just drove the car. Badly, he's, he's just made so many mistakes. Yeah. Like, Pierre, Pierre is one of the drivers on the grid that's regressed, like we were saying. You got to think so, about it. He's trying to get a seat into Red Bull, and he's gone out and done this. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's just more disappointing because he was getting better every year. But I mean, I, I give him a bonus half a mark because his Instagram is great. Um, that, this is true, very true. Would I get an ice cream with Pierre. I would hundred percent. Anyway, moving on. Next team, Hass. Ooh. P seven. Now. This is difficult for two reasons. The first reason why it's difficult is because you want to rate rate them highly based on their own standards because they've improved so much from last year. But secondly, you also need to consider, based off how they started the season and the glimmers that Mick have showed, their result right now isn't as good as you'd want it to be. I think think it's so easy to get caught up in Bahrain. Like, you've got to say, yes, K-Mag got P5, Mm. but that was kind of a fluke in terms of how bad... McLaren were how and how and good Alfa were and, and how shit Mercedes yeah. were like so if you take Bahrain out of it which is getting them what five po- fifth gets them like, it's like mid it's like tens, ten points ten, ten to twelve yeah. points so and what how many points are they on uh, they're currently on as a team sorry that was just yeah. Kevin Magnussen on himself as a team they are on thirty four points so if you if you take so, out the Bahrain yeah. fifth there's only they've had a few good races but they've also had some really bad stinkers races. mate. Like, some really, really bad races. I mean, the just before the winter break, they went through a really, really shit patch. Oh, well, Mick went through a good patch, but... No, but in the last, like, two or three races, it kind of went to shit a little bit. Like, yeah. Dane Woods, one of the great men, a mechanic from Haas who I follow on Instagram, that that triple header they had before the break, that yeah. was not good for Haas. Like, 
their strategy was off. It was just a bit of a mess. So I, I think... But it's okay. But I think has, I think they're moving in the right direction. And I think this year, next year, and hopefully the year after, they're only going to improve. Well, it's fine because it seems that they've learned their lessons from the triple header. And yeah. Enzo Fittipaldi played F1 manager with Gunter with him. So oh, wow. what we can expect... Is that right? Greatness. Well, like we said, summer. next year we think they might get Danny Rick on board, so it can only get better from there, can't it? The great Daniel Ricciardo. Um, the next, drivers is hard, though, I feel. Yeah, the drivers. That's what I was that's about to say. That's very difficult. So, first, you've got to mark... You got to, sorry, let's do K-Mag, because I feel like K-Mag. Let's K-Mag. All right, 22 points. He is in 11th. Now, like, based yeah. off the results Hass were getting last year with Nikita Mazepin, his you, replacement... A-plus, mate. a You'd give him an A-plus. But based off the results he's getting out of that car, what Hass is getting out, I think... A B or a B plus for him? I think a B plus because he wasn't driving F1 last year. Yeah, he's come in and driven really well, but also he's a multi-year F1 driver in a pretty decent car now. Mate, his first race, I think he came he third. Yeah, yeah, well, he hasn't he hasn't made a... Well, he wasn't third, he wasn't on the podium, but he was... Yeah, he was close. Fifth, fourth, fourth. Fifth or fourth. Yeah. He's still been performing well with all things considered, so I think he's definitely been a really good, good driver to watch this year. Um, Mick Schumacher... We predicted that he'd come into his own, and he has. He's outscoring Yuki Tsunoda. He's outscoring Lance Stroll. He's outscoring... Some Alex tough, competi- some he tough is competitors. P15 in the Constructors' Championship, and he has 12 <laughs> points, which is a pretty good score when it was only three or four races ago that we were laughing and predicting him to be the person who holds the record for the most races without a point scored. So... He's, uh, he's turned it around pretty well, with all things considered. Um, I feel like he's had, like, if it was like Mick's had three good Grand Prix and then eight bad ones. Yeah, but the thing is, those three Grand, those three good Grand Prix have been in the right side of the year. Yeah. They weren't at the start and he's gone to shit. Yeah. He was rubbish at the start and now he's coming good about a year and a half into F1, which is just about when he started getting good in F2. So all, all signs, they look at positive... They look at positives. Like, it's only looking like it's getting better. So, who would you... So, if you're comparing I'm starting Kevin a team. If I'm starting Mick. a team and I can pick one of them, yep. I'm taking Mick Schumacher. Okay, what if they're the same age? If they're the same age, I'm taking Kevin Magnussen for getting the same results. But the main reason why I take... Came, the only reason I'd take K-Mag over Mick is because of his experience. Yeah. So, that wouldn't really make sense. But, anyway. Moving on. Alfa Romeo. 51 this is, points. I thought this is very... Sixth. So, based... Based and compared on to last year, not bad. Goated year. A really, Should have been really better. good year. Um, their car's dropping off like a cliff, though. It I is. Think I saw been, that's another thing that's been digressing. They're over supposed the year. to, apparently, they're going to be the second worst car by the end of the year. That's what everyone's predicting. Shit. Yeah. Well, that's not ideal, is it? No, it's not. But their first half of the season was really good. Battery Bottas, I think Battery. he was, I reckon he was the steal of the season. I mean, first three rounds, he was looking. He was looking Men. dangerous. He was looking really dangerous. So as a team, right, Alfa Romeo, they have 51 points. Guess how many of them Valtteri Bottas has scored? 45. 46, but that was Ooh. a fucking good guess. Because I know Zhou hasn't got many. Yeah, Guan Yu Zhou has it's, five. It's hard, I know. But it's hard to say. Like, um, Guan Yu Zhou is going to be a very, very interesting and difficult one to rate. Because um, he's been shanked. Valtteri Bottas, for me, he's an A flat. I think the way he's, um, he's adapted to that new team and the new... New conditions, very, very strong. Very, very, very strong. Um, but moving on from that, you're only one team, mate. A team, a, you're only good as your weakest link, all right? We have to consider Guan Yu Zhao. Maiden season, 
showed glimpses. I feel like the points don't say it though. Yeah, obviously. I think he's been unlucky. It hasn't translated as well. He's probably been but the I best rookie I think watching since. him qualify, watching him race, he has been a lot better than yeah. five points and P17 in the, in the championship would suggest. And that's mutually agreed among the grid. And yeah, I think that's I think that's one thing that's... It's literally... It's not... Like, no one's debating it. No one's it. debating it. It's unchallenged. I think he's the best rookie since... Oh, this would George. be a good take. The best rookie since George. Yeah, and we've only had Yuki... Um, I don't know if he was the best, but he's been he's been good. He's been one to watch and one that I think will be very worthy of a contract extension come the time. I think the thing, about, the thing about Joe is he doesn't have a very high ceiling, but he also doesn't have a very low bottom. Like yeah, he's just consistent. He's been, he has been, and it's been consistent around that basically anywhere from what what's his best finish been? Eighth? Yeah. It's kind oh. of been just 8th to 13th or DNF. But he's like, got money. He has got money, but I think he's also... I think he's going to be... A bit a of a large really, stroll. He's going to be a really, really good midfield racer. More I think, like than I think when he continues on with his career, he's going to end up being like... <coughs> I want to say he's going to be like a bit of a K-Mag. Or like a bit of a... Hulkenberg. Yeah, like... Or a Grosjean. Like, he's not going to be... He'll, he'll land a few podiums, but I don't think he's ever going to be competing for wins. But he's going to be like a really good, consistent... Midfield racer who over his career will pick up. He actually gives really good second driver vibes. He's actually quite old, he gives, I think, as well. Uh, well, he's still young enough to have a long career. Like he's still got a lot of seasons left in him. From the sounds of things, if you're a rookie, you've still got, and you've been treated. He's like twenty three. No, he's twenty three. Come off it. Um, I think he's got a lot. To, I think he'll have a long career, and I think he's <laughs> going to be a very consistent and maybe even a really good second driver at a top tier team one day. But overall, I'm going to give Valtteri Bottas an A-flat, Guan Yu Zhao a B-plus, because he hasn't been getting consistent enough points for you to award him a higher yeah, thing. Yeah. I think, obviously, we just said the points don't reflect it, but I still think at the end of the day, points is what win championships. Points is what wins, well, gets you higher up in the <coughs> constructors. So for me, he's a B-flat, and I'm going to give Alfa Romeo a B-plus for a good turnaround. I think you've got to average it mid in like the middle, or an A-minus, one of the two. I, I think P... P P6 is great. But they'll probably they're, be P7. They're the best maybe. of the rest. Yeah. Because in P5, McLaren. Now, yeah. 95 points and whoa, one whoa, point. Hold up, hold up. We skipped mine. Falfa. Oh, oh, sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. Give me your ratings. How um, could I, I be so rude? Uh, Valtteri Bottas, I'm going to say B+. Plus, okay. Because um, he's starting to disappear a bit. Mm. Um, well, so is their car. Yeah. And Joe, I'm going to say B flat. Okay. Okay. And I like I think, that. And you know what? Not too, not too dissimilar. Considering the blokes are uh, actually... He's, he is, I've just been shown this now, he is Mitch's background on his, <laughs> on his laptop. So a lot of love for him, clearly. Um, moving on. McLaren. P5 in the Constructors. Mm. 95 points. Get in the fucking bin. A D? Um, D plus? It's not... Oh, they're still P5. But, for being idiots. But they're the worst of the genuine midfielders. For them in the midfield, they want to be competing can you with... Count them at, can you basically count? just with Alpine. It's them versus Alpine. It seems like that was the big battle this year. And at the start, it looked like Mercedes. But as we know, Mercedes has started to run away with it. So for me, it's McLaren v Alpine. Can you really um, count them fifth? Are they tied with Alpine? No, they're 95 points and Alpine are on 99. There's oh, a four-point yeah, gap. Yeah, so uh, McLaren... To be fair, when you're ranking them as a team, I'm not going to give them a very high ranking. But when it comes to the individual <laughs> drivers' rankings, when Dan Ricciardo, out of 95 points, only has 19 of them, and Lando Norris has 76. Wow. 
<laughs> and what makes this even more interesting, and what I want to He's bring up now... He's just preparing for Haas, mate. Alpine, as we just alluded to, they <laughs> are higher in the Drivers' Championship than McLaren, but both their drivers like have the less same, points. Yeah. They have Lando. less points than Lando, Lando Norris. Yeah. So the issue with McLaren is there's just... A really wide differentiation. It's basically the they're basically drivers. using one driver, but the second driver kind of comes a few weekends a year. Yeah, it's 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 not. The so same I think Lando, because the car's shit. Like the car is actual dog. It is. It's it like its brakes actually just don't work if it's hot. I'm mm. gonna call, I'm gonna give Lando an A minus, because like last year I would have given him an A yeah. or A plus. Uh, I'd say even like a. Last Lando, year. Lando, Lando. Well, he's got a podium and he's driving a shit box. He's outperforming his teammate. Like, obviously, that's just a given. Like, everyone yeah. knows how far that gap is. That for me, I'm going to go for Lando. I'm going to go an A minus just because he's English. Yeah, it, it's um, definitely an A minus because last year he would have been an A. Was, yeah, or a plus, and he's he's and a, he's dropped off. Although I feel like I'd give him an A flat if he was maybe getting a couple of a more like top the sixes. occasional. Well, the occasional. Oh, he's only got the one podium. And if he had one or two more podiums, which I think there's probably been circumstances where there was opportunities for him to take them, I think I'd probably rank him a little bit higher. Even just being more consistent in the top six. Yeah, because he does drop out a little bit. And his qualifying has been a very hit and miss, I think, for me. Like, he's been out in Q2 a couple of times, but then he's also almost qualified pole once or twice. So Yeah, he is a bit of a weird one, isn't he, Lando? Yeah, he he gets very hot and cold in qualifying. But, um, so for me, McLaren... Daniel Ricciardo, F. Don't we don't even need to discuss it. We yeah. spend so much time talking about him. It's just he's this, been bad. We're, we're we're ranking this based off the first half of this season. He's been Pierre Gasly. There's been occasions where he's been unlucky with strategy, um, team orders, the car. But at the end of the day, a good driver gets the most out of the car. I'm you, giving, you, I'm, giving him, I'm giving him a D. I think we're being a little bit harsh, but I also think he needs a fresh start. I'm excited for next year for him to not be in that. McLaren seat because I don't think it's a good relationship for either parties. Um, McLaren overall for me, I'm going to go D plus. Do you know, do you know what I found though? Just because of Lando though. The plus. Apparently Daniel's quite dumb. Like no, yeah, dumb. Daniel. Daniel's quite dumb, and he's not very smart. Um, that is what dumb about means. the uh, how the cars work and everything. So he's slow because he doesn't understand. The, like the tactical stuff about the car, so he only can drive it based on his. That field. seems like a very, very strong allegation. No, no, this is what some Coming engineers have said. Oh wow! Um, and they so say what, he what he's is, just like so. Someone like Carlos did really well at McLaren because he learned. He's basically a mechanic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So and Daniel hasn't been able to do that, and he didn't really be. He wasn't able to do that at Renault as well at the start. Wow. So let, Daniel, mate, get a fucking book in front of you and oh, start studying, God, mate. Mitch goes bang. Here it is. I think that's a bit rough, but yeah, I do think it's un- undisputed that he's been outperformed. He's like, just not right. outperformed and underperformed. He's not a technical driver. He's more of a yeah. Well, that's what makes him so exciting because he's so he's he's just Erratic. so raw. I do think that you're probably being very harsh. He probably does know quite a fair bit about cars, judging by the fact it's his career. But I also agree that clearly he is very obviously a field driver over a technical driver. So that does, that definitely would play into it. Um, Alpine. Now, before we rank them. Pre Oscar Piastri let's, drama. Let's rank them on their racing, not on their administration. Yeah. Let's rank them on their races in the first half of the season and before the winter break where all this shit went down, all right? So, what we're ranking them on is their 99 points, which puts them in P4, which the last three years <coughs> would be considered the best of the rest with Mercedes, Ferrari, and Red Bull. Um, <coughs> not, not 
horrible. 99, I like that. Um, I'd say A-. I'm going to say the same because going into this season, it was anticipated that they'd be outperformed quite by heavily. like Aston Martin and McLaren and Alpha oh, Tower. I think Aston Martin was kind of a digression was anticipated. Yeah, I think Tomo ranked Aston Martin fifth, mate. How, how are you feeling about that, man? Christ. Yeah. There you go. Well, um, let's look at their two drivers. Fernando Alonso in P10, 41 points. I feel like that's not. It's like a the very accurate, situation. It's yeah. not a very accurate representation of how he's drived. Like we've said on former episodes, he's proved why he's in the sport and why he's going to stay in the sport. He just loves a ground effect car, doesn't he? He really does. Yeah. Um, and then Esteban Ocon, 58 points in P8. Just doing his thing. He is on the up. And I'm, I think if he stays at Alpine and Alpine keep performing with a good... Whoever drives alongside him next year is going to be his second driver. And I think that could be very valuable to his up. performance. Uh, and to his performances, so I don't, I don't hate that. But for me, Esteban Ocon, I'm going to go a B plus. Yeah, because I was it's say not B+. like he's still behind Lando, and I think that's his one real competition. Because apart from Lando, Lando's in P7, the top six, they're kind of locked in. Like yeah. you're about to hear the, the, like from Lando Norris to Lewis Hamilton, it is a 70 point difference. Yeah. from seventh to sixth. And six. Lewis was driving so, a tractor at the start. But of the year. I do think there's every chance that Esteban finishes above. Uh, Lando at the end of the season I think that's his goal and if he does that I think that he's done everything he could and that's an A flat for him and that's like an A, uh, a plus season I mean at least he's beating Daniel but, for the first time in his career that is true um, I um, think but 58 points for Esteban 41 for Fernando I'm going to B plus for mm. Fernando and an A minus for Esteban just because I know that they've both got levels to go to I'd flip that if, if Fernando can I wouldn't because I think Esteban has performed outside of his like he's been slandered for a while yeah but so has Fernando yeah but for being old and getting off the yeah, grid but and then he's still, gone and had a year where he's like been nuts true but I think he's but Fernando's still behind Valtteri Bottas yeah but so he, I think what they need this year if only brakes worked I think Australia yeah exactly that one that one that, that one, one lap, lap. <laughs> that one lap in qualifying I think for for our team to be happy with their season they need to lock in P4 in the constructors. Land, uh, Esteban has to outscore Lando. Fernando has to outscore Bottas. And then I think they'll be happy with that. P7 and P9 in the constructors. And P, uh, P7 and P9 in the drivers. And P4 in the constructors is a good season for them. Now, moving on to the rest. Um, or the best. We've just spoken about the rest for quite a while. It's now on to the best. This should all be pretty quickly because what we're going to say, it's just known. Yeah. Mercedes, great second half of the season. B plus. 304 points and 11 podiums. I'm going to go B plus because... I reckon a B flat, B plus, because they've just come off, what, seven Constructors' Championships in a row. Yeah. This isn't amazing for them. This is a failure of a season for them. But the way they've turned it around, it's the scary, way that Lewis almost. is driving, the way yeah. that George is driving, as a Constructors' team, I'm going with that. Um, Lewis Hamilton, 146 points. That's a B Minus for me because that is a massive drop off from last year. I know a lot of it isn't him, but he hasn't had a race win yet. I do think he'll get one before the end of the season. A spa. Mm, let's get into that in the next episode. But <laughs> I, I wouldn't hate that for him. I think he's going to perform. Wouldn't be surprised if he outperforms Carlos Sainz. It's only a 10 point difference. But once again, he's P6. He's not P1 or P2, which is about where he was last year. Um, George Russell in P4 with 158 points. A flat for me this year. He's wow. been excellent. I would have said, I'm going to say George A+. Plus. I don't know about an A+. Plus cause I'm going to say for, Lewis think, B+. Plus, I think A it's going to take a bit for me to give someone an A+. Plus because I think for him, for George to have an A+, plus, he needs a couple race wins. He started on pole. He's got five podiums. He Charlie's was a harsh marker. He's a he harsh a, marker. I am a harsh marker and it takes a bit. But I think he's been pretty good this year. Um, 
George, he's been he's been impressive. Uh, so as a team, I'm giving Mercedes a B B plus because of their turnaround. Lewis a B flat and George an A flat. Um, Ferrari. Mm. Now, before we start slandering them, 334 points in the constructors' championship, four wins and 11 podiums. And been good. Now that is a great season. Yeah. But to give that a more more relevant, light, no. to mm. give it a more relevant a relevant depiction, compared to Red Bull, Ferrari three hundred thirty four points, Red Bull four hundred thirty one, Ferrari four race wins, Red Bull nine, Ferrari eleven podiums, Red Bull sixteen. Now, when you consider it that way, when it is pretty much widely believed that they have the fastest car on the grid. Awfully looks like 2018, if you ask me. It's fucking ugly viewing. Yeah. And for that, I'm giving Ferrari, as a team, oh, fuck. I'm going to go C minus. Wow. Just because their turnaround's been so good. I would have given them a B. A B? Yeah. Now, I I think the reason I'm ranking them so harshly, and I know I'm kind of going against what I said, um, but they should be... they, They... they should be fucking doing better. Yeah, well... There is, like, minimal excuse. We've said it on prior episodes. Every time their drivers drive well, they have a mechanical issue. Every time they have a, their drivers... Um, the car's fine. The drivers make an issue of their own by crashing. So... I'll give them a B minus and I'll, the drivers okay. will be different. Yeah. So, Carlos Sainz, 156 points. P5 in the constructors. B. Yeah. One his fifth. He had his first race win, though. Oh, but Merchant win. B minus, even. Yeah, I think... Just to be fifth in that I car. I think... Um, well, that's what I mean. Like, he's had a good season for his standards based on his last couple of seasons. But in general, it's just binny. It's just really, like, stinks of getting in the bin. It does. I'm going to give him a... Oh, fuck. B minus. Charles Leclerc. Three race wins, five podiums, 178 points. It's really difficult because this is what his best... Probably his... I think... Points-wise, this will be his best season, undoubtedly. He's in the fastest car. He's had some incredible drives. Australia was insane. I want to Qualified say well. A-plus. Mitch, shut the fuck no, up. No, because you got to think about it. He would have had so many safe wins if the car didn't blow up. Or if he didn't fucking crash it. He Mitch. crashed once. France. Think about that. You How many times has Max crashed out of a race this year and yeah, lost it? Yeah, but that's... Oh, I'm not giving him an A-plus. I'm giving him an A-minus because he should be getting more out of that car. He's driven very well. And his, his, his race craft has been good. Maybe an A-flat, but I don't think he's an A-plus because I think... Max he's, an is, A-flat. He's, he's an A-flat or an A. He's A-plus. an A-flat for me. A-flat. Because he's only had three wins. Five podiums. And although a lot of them have been thrown away, not from his own fault. That is given. It's been mechanical issues, strategy, whatnot. That one crash takes it out of the way for me. That, take, that takes off the plus for me. That yeah, takes away the, the plus. That one, if he didn't have the French cr- crash, A-plus, you would have said. Just because he's been... Yes, yeah, I reckon because based on his because if we're just marking the driver individually, a a plus mm. minus that race. Um, I think he's just proven that he can actually, like. Well, he's got it. He's yeah, got it. In him. He's got it in it's him. Just, it's That's just what he's proven. It's just con- continuous. So next year is actually really important because if he doesn't do well next year and Ferrari give another car, he will not be an A plus on Mitch's list. Mm. Carlos, oh, we've already said it. Fucking washed. Anyway, so Red Bull. Red Bull. 431 points, 9 wins, 16 podiums. A plus. As a team, I'm going... A plus, plus, plus. No, I'm going A flat as a team. Wow. Are you going to Hannah Schmitz A plus? Yes, I'm going Max Verstappen A plus, but I'm going Sergio Perez A minus. 
Yeah, because he kind of he's actually he's just been lagging a bit. He's in P three in the constructors, which is still a great result. He's only five points behind Charles Leclerc. Bro was leading a championship and forgot how to act. Yeah, he's he's had a couple of circumstances where he's just slipped away. He's slipped down the rankings into the midfield. Um, so f- for me, Charles, I mean Sergio, he's an he's an A flat. Yeah, um, to because be f- of that Red Bull. And to be fair, Red Bull did everything they could to try and lose. Yeah, on certain circumstances. Their car at the start. Yeah, the, the, yeah. their car at the start was they not shouldn't, they, good. Shouldn't, they, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. There was actually light, lights like daylight, actually daylight. Who's going to catch Charles? Yeah, that was a that was a conversation. So <laughs> that did happen. Jesus, um, it's been a it's been a long season already. A lot of turnaround. Um, but for me, yeah, Red Bull they just take the cake. I feel like for Sergio to get an A flat in the next. I just for want him, him to, to say no, well, for him to get an A plus for me, he become he comes P two in the constructors championship and outscores which in the drivers championship. Which could out. happen. There's only five points in between them, <laughs> but I also think that Ferrari's second half of the season would be better than yeah, the first half. I actually think 2019. But like we happen. said, Max Verstappen's currently on 258 points. Charles Leclerc is on 178. So think of that what you will. Congratulations, Max, in the constructors championship. You are the world champion, mate. You look through my. Uh, oh, should we do this very quickly? If Let's I, just look through it. I did a post on our Instagram. Um, I got people to give me their their who they rated higher between the drivers. So we'll go for the start. Ready? Okay, here we Ah, okay. McLaren. Norris outscores Ricardo 76% to 24. Yep. Mercedes. George outscores Lewis Ooh. 68 to 32. Yeah, fair. fair based on relative performance. But Lewis maybe by the end of the year, I reckon. Yeah, it's fair. Red Bull, Max outperforms yeah. Jacko 90 to 10. Which is it's impressive that Surprise 10% that of someone, phone is yeah, that yeah. way. Uh, Charles, 80% over Carlos. Makes sense. Aston Martin, Seb, 88% over Lance, 12. Lance, right. Williams, Alex, only 53% against Latif Goat, 47. I feel like that was a bit inflated. That was for the meme. Fernando, interestingly, sixty-six percent outscores thirty-four, even though he's behind him in the in the drivers' championship. Interesting take, but I guess it can be understood because everyone's loving Fernando's work, um, loving his hustle. Bottas, eighty-three percent over Zhao. Sorry, seventeen, and then Haas, K Mag, sixty-six percent over Michael's son, thirty-four percent. Makes sense. He's outscoring him. Yeah, it had makes complete sense. AlphaTauri, Pierre outscores Yuki seventy-one <coughs> to twenty-one. That was so, actually more than I thought it would be. Yeah, so it all makes a lot of sense, and it's all what we predicted. But I think the second half of the season... What about the others? Who impressed? Yeah, so that was what I was going to go on with next. Um, it's... To see if our stats I think, are I think right. our grading's been fair, and I understand how some of them could be disputed, but I think... To be fair, we've only been off like fair. half a grade. But that half yeah. a grade is like... Yeah, we've been very similar. So... Um, just going to go through. I also put these out. We've got the biggest disappointment this year. So that was a question I asked the followers. We had someone say Alpine. That's pretty brutal. I would completely disagree with them being I said a disappointment. That, we didn't call them out. I mean, uh, I don't even know who this person is. Oh, um, I mean, I guess that, that's mate. I guess that's fair enough when you consider what's happened in the last week. But based off the season so far, being in P four and the constructors, that's a good result. Um, Waffle. Biggest, dis- biggest disappointment of the year. Mitch uh, Ricardo goes without saying. McDonald's being closed for maintenance goes without saying. Unbelievable. G- Gasly being one of the uh, big disappointments. Fair, fair. Fair assessment. I was going to write him, but... The Miami Circuit. Fair. Fair assessment. Uh, Mick Schumacher. Mm, wouldn't have thought. I disagree. Daniel. 
covered, Gasly covered, Latifi. Wouldn't have thought. Come off it. Um, AlphaTauri, we considered that. Yeah. Bottas being the biggest disappointment. Did I say that? Mitch, you did. Um, um, oh, Want to explain how? Because he started so well, I thought he would keep... All right, because the car's falling yeah. apart. Yeah. And then the two obvious ones, Ferrari and their strategists. That was kind of a gimme, wasn't it? Goes without saying. Um, biggest, who's impressed you the most? Yeah. So we've got K-Mag, fair, I guess. I get A year mm. out of the sport coming in and doing that well. Not Mitch, also agree. George, fair. Um, Max, gimme, fair. makes sense. Yeah. Checo, like we said, P3 and the constructors. In the, Pretty good. I keep fucking saying that. P3 and the drivers, <laughs> only five points behind Leclerc, who's meant to be in championship contention. Bottas, the old what you said. Um, I guess start of the season, that's fair. Lando, fair, I guess, since that car's a shitbox. Russell, we said. Stroll, go home, slave, you're drunk. Um, Charles? <laughs> yeah, well, he's just... Yeah. He's done well. And Carlos? Mate, who said that? Uh, Ivy Crush. It's a take. It's a take. Um, Carlos has been good in glimpses. He had his first race win, but he's also loved to crash. And uh, yeah, I reckon everything else is just repeats. Now, next I have one to watch for the rest of the Ooh. season. It's going to be everyone that's been traded. Now, this is an interesting take. Someone said, Ricardo's luck, with Ricardo's luck, he will definitely win a race before leaving. No way. I wouldn't be surprised what, if he pulls has, it out okay, of his arms. Tell me what, what happens in that Grand Prix. Yeah, at what track? <laughs> what tsunami, mate? Seven, seven car pile up in the first corner. Singapore, mate. Mm, Jesus. Ricard Gate. Ocon? No. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, like we just said. Well, if, because they're going to dick for Lando. I think if he year. overtakes, well, uh, he's in P8, he overtakes Lando, he's not going to overtake Lewis. But if he if he finishes P7 ahead of Lando by a very considerable amount, that's fair. Hamilton, I agree. I think he's going to yeah. win a race before the end of the season. Maybe Checo, I hope so. I, th- I hope he overtakes um, Leclerc for Red Bull dominance. Uh, Mercedes, fair. And uh, Ocon versus Alonso. Yeah. One to watch. Do you think there's going to be a bit of beef there? Yeah. Ocon's going to go Perez mode. Just yeah. take him out. That would be fucking funny, eh? Well, they're just going to be like team orders. Yeah. Ocon. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, Fernando is going to be like treated like shit. So it's okay. We'll get to see the Fernando Alonso Alpine in Japan. Exactly. That's not oh, wait. Fernando. Oh, yeah. The Fernando Alonso <laughs> special edition car that they were going to release. Oh, wait. That's right. He left. Now they're going to say fuck off to that. Uh, Mick Schumacher and... Oh, Mick Schumacher to watch for the rest of the season. I mean, we were he's just dri- saying before, he's actually driving. We were just saying before that we think Hass is going to show up, so I think that's a decent shout. Um, and then finally, my last question: Has Verstappen already, or is he as good as home for the World Drivers? How many homes did you get? How many frees? Here we have my responses. I hope not. Ninety-nine percent. Yo, Mama is good at my home. Shut the fuck up, Cohen. Fuck you. Um, yep. <laughs> Yes, donation, definitely. Watch out for Jackson Storm. Another Lightning McQueen reference. <laughs> and then Henchy has just done the smirk face. I don't know if that's a sexual approach. The favola. But is that's a favola. <laughs> uh, free. And then, yep, yes. And then an interesting one here from Dad, Scotty G. Unless he has a massive crash, yes. Very fair. If he drives into a wall and paralyzes himself, if he, dies. he might win. But, but I think, that I think asks he's another question. Could a driver catch up if he died? I think he's probably too far ahead. Nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> Leclerc would Leclerc would catch if he has the. He'd have a sniff if he has the chance. But yeah, I reckon that's about it. We've we've kind of we've we've had our chance to express our feelings, to grade them, get to, our emotions out. Yeah, to roast. Get our we felt needed out. roasting. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, I think that's about it. Thanks for listening. Uh, and if you if you disagree, please feel free to DM us on Instagram. We love having beef with our followers, um, or comment on the post of our uh, of the post announcing this this episode. Yeah, cheers, guys. <laughs>